0: welcome back to the armor men's health hour with dr mystery and donna lee Hello and welcome to the Armour Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here as always with my co-host, Donnelly.
1: Hello, everybody. I'd like to thank you so much for being so witty all the time and stealing my thunder.
0: Uh, I think I'm the funny one (laughs) of the crew.
1: This is a men's health show.
0: I'm a board-certified urologist, and this show is brought to you by the urology practice I started in 2007, Mm -hmm. NAU urology specialist.
1: 13 years ago. That's why you have gray hair all over your face.
0: Yeah, that's right. I'm an old man now. (laughs) We are the second biggest urology specialty clinic in Mm -hmm. Austin and proud because it means that we work a little harder.
1: That's right. We're a little cuter on the weekends. You keep saying that. It's a little push-up though.
0: Is that what it is?
1: A little more lip gloss on a Thursday night. Looking forward (laughs) to Friday.
0: You must have been a lot of fun before you are (laughs) married.
1: I was not. Well, I was. Yes, but don't tell Michael.
0: I never met somebody that actually went to one of those steak bars on a Thursday afternoon for ladies' <laughs> night. Sirloin Stockade, Lockhart, Texas. <laughs> I was thinking like Steiner Ranch Steakhouse, but oh. he was sirloin Stockade.
1: St- yeah, that's for sure. Uh, that just after the buffet.
0: VFW meeting ended, there's Donna in lip gloss and push up bra. Very good.
1: I had to diet after that.
0: (laughs) This show is focused on men's health issues. Many of them are urologic in nature, but we bring up a number of different subjects, things that men should know about health-wise, steps men should take to lead a healthy life. We've seen a ton of guys in the clinic that just come for general wellness checkups, and we love that. Mm -hmm. Just this idea of, I'm 30, I'm 40, I'm 50. I'm not sure if I'm getting all the basic things I'm supposed to get, but also are there additional tests, things that can be a little bit more cutting edge, a little bit more more informative things that don't cost too much money that can tell me something about about myself an example of that is the heart saver ct scan that we often get that tells us about any cardiac plaque or calcifications in the coronary arteries mm-hmm. it costs less than 100 bucks
1: My husband had that done.
0: Yeah. It costs less than a hundred bucks and I can tell you exactly, you know, if you're at risk and we use it a lot when we find younger guys who have high cholesterol levels to decide whether or not they need treatment or not. So if you're looking for a general wellness checkup, it's something that we we love to see you for when it comes to men's health issues. Most of the men have another men's health issue they come for, ED, BPH, something of that nature. Their
1: their penis leads them to the right direction.
0: That's right. I think that they're they're coming.
1: Like a little arrow or a big arrow. (laughs) A
0: big arrow. We don't say little arrow. <laughs>
1: around little arrows are on right. here.
0: That's right. So if you have questions or you want to see us as a patient, uh, Donna, how do people get a hold of us? How do they find us?
1: That's right. You can call us at 512 during the week. You can ask for me if you'd like. Our Armor Men's Health. Gmail is um, where you can send your questions. They're amazing, and we'll keep them anonymous just for you. I'll also send you the podcast after it airs on KLBJ Radio. Um, armormenshealth at gmail.com. And then our website is armormenshealth.com. We're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin, and Dripping Springs, Texas. So for those of you in Ireland, this means nothing to you. But we'll answer your questions anyway. So what do you, we have a topic to discuss today.
0: I thought we'd talk about, oh, I, I discuss oftentimes on the show, various things that we do for prostate cancer cancer patients. Mm-hmm. We have high intensity focused ultrasound. We've discussed radiation therapy with Doug Rivera from Austin Cancer Center. Mm-hmm. We've talked about, oftentimes talk about the importance of pelvic floor physical therapy mm-hmm. to maintain mm-hmm. continence. I've talked about erectile dysfunction and I've talked about nutrition with Shefali, our in-house nutritionist. Right. But I was thinking to myself, thing that I do the most commonly mm-hmm. is I take people's prostates out. Right. And we don't talk about that. We
1: don't talk about it very often.
0: And I think it's a scary subject for a lot of guys to think about, to talk about. Right. And uh, we've both had family members that have been diagnosed with prostate cancer and mm-hmm. have to weigh the options of whether removing their prostate or how they're going to treat it.
1: Do you really need a prostate? Is it like a spleen?
0: You don't need a spleen either, ironically. All
1: right. That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> can you just... You can live a life without it. Or a brain. Oh. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know that one. I've been doing just fine. <laughs> uh, so the, the prostate gland... Is a reproductive organ. It plays a role when you're young to make semen, Mm -hmm. to feed the sperm. So the sperm come from the testicles and it gets fed into the prostate. And then the prostate makes a fluid to help those sperm live as they're supposed to live inside the uterus and fallopian tubes of a woman before they find the egg. That's like the job of the prostate. Okay. So that's why 20-year-olds don't have a problem with their prostate. The body spends a lot of time making sure the prostate's like healthy and well-oiled. But just like a car that sits in the garage, (laughs) you know, your 50-year-old prostate that's not trying to have a baby anymore. Getting tired. It's going to get tired and and, and old and it's going to have problems with it.
1: That was a heck of an an analogy.
0: Well, that's why we say that if you want to keep your prostate healthy, make sure you're ejaculating all the time.
1: Oh, Lord. Because now you're
0: fooling your prostate into thinking that it's trying to have babies.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense.
0: So for all those wives out there.
1: Just let your husbands ejaculate.
0: Because it's called prostate exercise. (laughs) And it's going to keep that prostate healthy. And in fact, rates of prostate cancer are less in men who ejaculate Mm -hmm. more often. Mm-hmm. And we get patients, the, the classic patient that's going to benefit from a prostate removal, also known as a radical prostatectomy, mm-hmm. is going to be a younger patient, which we define when it comes to prostate cancer as under 70. Oh, so we're okay. not talking about a 40-year-old, which right. sometimes do have prostate cancer. But if you're under 70 and in reasonably good health, and your cancer is considered to be fairly aggressive, mm-hmm. we would consider taking the prostate out. Okay. When, when we diagnose prostate cancer in the office, we use all these tools. There's all these mathematical models and all these tools that we can use the most popular one we use is called the Memorial Sloan-Kettering Cancer no- Nomogram. And oh, we can use the data from your biopsy, your PSA, and we can tell you based upon thousands and thousands of men, what is the likelihood that your cancer is going to spread or would benefit from getting it removed. And so we can give you numbers. Hmm. It's yeah. not just like our feeling. <laughs> some general feeling. I sense that. I sense that you would have a, a better outcome with a massive surgery. <laughs> now, the radical prostatectomy is, it would be considered a major surgery. It takes about mm-hmm. two hours. I do those uh, procedures robotically. People often wonder, like, is the robot doing it?
1: Right, because you're in a different room.
0: I'm not in a different room. I'm you're right like next to the, the table. You're
1: across the street. I am not. Telling a robot what to do <laughs> with your booty
0: via via text messaging <laughs>
1: dear robot
0: dear robot do this please this uh, that's not at all what happens the um the <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> console that we use is hardwired to the robot it's just like using an uh, a wired rc controller mm-hmm. uh, there are four arms that the robot has that we can control and the the robot little hands move in what we call articulated movement so they can sew just like our human hands
1: wow it's how many amazing. years training do you have to become a robotic surgeon
0: well, when I was training way back in the old days, <laughs> a day <laughs> there were only there were only four robots in the country. Oh, and at Baylor, it took us a hundred cases, you know, before we even felt like we could reasonably tell people to do this. Wow! <laughs> and today, most trainees come out knowing how to do the robot, mm-hmm. and so most of the time, if you get a well-trained urologist, they can do a robotic procedure. Now, depending on how you practice. You can come out knowing something and not practice it, and maybe you don't want to go to that guy. But making sure that the surgeon that you go to seems reasonably comfortable in the procedure, Mm -hmm. was well-trained. And I personally think that uh, you should go to one that does a wide variety of robotic cases. Mm -hmm. Because if if there's a problem in the room and you need somebody with a special set of skills and they don't have that then that i think is going to be an issue
1: right because not all urologists do that
0: not all urologists. I
1: do i think that. people might assume that
0: that's a that's a great point a, a lot of times when you go to a big group where you'll meet the doctor and they'll want you to do a surgery they'll send you to one of their partners which is fine but you should meet that partner and you should make sure you feel comfortable with them because mm-hmm. in the end that relationship between surgeon and patient is so critical you're you're putting your life in their hands and you should know Uh, whether they feel comfortable and you feel comfortable with them when you remove the prostate gland which you don't need to live uh as we mentioned Mm -hmm. it's located right in the middle like if you had to put the center of our universe it's right there it's right next to the nerves that give us erections (laughs) it's right in the place where we learn how to not pee on ourselves it's right in front of the rectum (laughs) you know when god was designing the prostate he was like you know what let's leave that right there put it behind the pubic bone in the most dangerous place so please, people, don't mess with be it. Be careful. <laughs> but we decided we're going to go and try to take that out sometime. And um, <laughs> at Baylor, where I trained, they really uh, helped uh, develop the techniques for uh, open removal of the prostate, mm-hmm. which uh, was we did hundreds and hundreds of times uh, mm. during training. And so when we transitioned to the robot, uh, a lot of those skill sets were able to be transferred uh, you know, to that technology. Nowadays, you can reasonably be out of the hospital that day, whereas wow. before it would be three days. Mm-hmm. Um, you could reasonably uh, get your catheter out, which you have to put in for the healing of the bladder and urethra. You can get that out in seven days, which used to be much longer. And uh, and the complications that people have, like impotence and incontinence, have improved greatly. And so if you have a family member that had their prostate out and had a terrible experience, I hear that all the time, you know. Mm. My dad had his prostate out 30 years ago and was miserable after that. Or I have a friend who had his prostate out and was miserable after that. I mm. think that 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 era is a different era. Right. And today we're much more used to people coming in and say, "Oh, yeah, I had my prostate out, but, you know, I'm feeling great." Yeah. And uh because the oncologic outcomes, meaning the cancer cure outcomes are so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that if you have been diagnosed with prostate cancer and you've been scared about getting a radical prostatectomy, even though one's been recommended to you, uh, you would, you should seek a second opinion. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just the surgeon you're not comfortable with. And once you find the right surgeon and the right therapy for you, uh, your, your ability to be happy with your therapy goes through the roof.
1: Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thanks for that. That was very detailed.
0: How do people get a hold of us?
1: You can call us at 512-238-0762, and our website is armormenshealth.com. Thank you so much.
0: The Armour Men's Health Hour is brought to you by urology specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.